Welcome to the Workplace Chameleon. I'm Dr. Selena. I'm very glad you have decided to join us. The work. Work by definition is some sort of activity involving mental or physical effort in order to achieve that desired purpose or result. It is often a task or tasks to be undertaken, something to do, a way to be engaged in physical and mental activity in order to achieve that result. Might be in your job, it might be in some other aspect of life. As a verb, it is to do work, do the work, take care of the work. The names for doing that vary. Employee, volunteer, owner, caregiver, supporter, family member, friend, elected official, advocate, and more. I continue in my work to explore the ways we show up together in organizations to do that work. Whether we are a two-person team with a dream, 10 people on a board, 400 people in a privately owned company, or 20,000 people in a publicly traded organization. If we are civic-based, faith-based, or an other type of community group trying to make an impact where we live and serve. It is about doing the work. No matter what that setting, there is work to do. There is stuff that has to be done that only gets done through the effort of the individuals involved. We've all had those challenges along the way where someone is not carrying their weight. Maybe they're disengaged. Maybe they're slacking. We learned about some of those moments and people who might have made those choices as we grew up, as we engaged in team projects. Today, we want to take on that topic and consider what that effort looks like in terms of time. Now, there's been a lot of discussion in recent months that we have more work to accomplish than people available to do it. And we'll take that topic and the challenge of designing work in a future episode. And for now, maybe for me, it's been turning 50, it's been a pandemic, but it's also been me saying, what's the best use of my effort right now? Is this really where I wanna put my energy? If you really stop to consider any organization, any amount of people, any time of purpose, structure, goal. It's about the work. Management textbooks have for somewhere around the last 120 years referred to it as taking the inputs and transforming them through the use of technologies to outputs. The word technologies was used well before the age of computers. It was the term to describe transformation. And I'm particularly interested in how we do that together, what it takes to get those inputs and transform them to outputs, whether it is serving customers, producing products that allow us to do everything else in life, caring for patients, or educating students. All of that is about 
time, time to do the work, time to invest in the training to do the work. It is because of the way time influences at work that I'm often asked to speak on this topic. I've come to learn in life that there are certainly changes that happen and evolve based on what our focus is at any given time. Life, life itself can place so many demands on us. The very act of paying bills and caring for those who depend on us can consume every ounce of energy we have. And time feels more elusive because we may feel a lack of control. Others may feel like they have too much time on their hands and struggle with wanting to spend it with someone or something meaningful, but may be limited by so many factors. Artists have written and sang and captured it visually throughout the human experience. Even today, a quick look at modern music will generate a song title list, examining examining the challenge and the joy and the pain of time. Songs about time could include Cindy Lauper, 1983, Time After Time. Sticks in 1981 explained that we have too much time on our hands in Chicago in 1969, asked, does anybody really know what time it is? We've heard uh, about the time of our life by Green Day. We've heard from Harry Chapin, 1974, Cats in the Cradle. And we've heard uh, from Jim Croce, Time in a Bottle. Now, certainly we also know that the music we relate to is distinctly related to the age and our time and place in the decades. And so Certainly those were some of my favorites. But effective time management skills are an important part of life today. How we juggle and allocate precious hours of a day to what you need to be able to do to take care and honor your commitments. As I'm called to speak and offer techniques to help busy people manage time effectively, I admit I have a new soapbox. I have something that I really want us to reconsider with this topic. Now, certainly we could have lots of discussions about prioritization and how we spend our time and healthy practices. That's not what I'm going to talk about today. I want to talk about team time management. I think it's been missed in some of the wider discussions, many of the situations I learn about day-to-day in companies is really all around prioritization. What comes first? How we balance the body of work with the demands we have and the windows of time available. Because I truly believe and the mantra I share this through is when everything is urgent, nothing is. When everything is urgent, nothing is. It all has to get done. The question is, what's first? And your urgent isn't someone else's urgent. We need a reality check today that it's not a new topic, yet the topic itself is critical to organizational team success today. However, I want us to be really practical and name what's possible. 
and then own what we need to do. Depending on the stats you pull, the numbers vary slightly, but they focus on the fact that today, on average, there are about $650 billion of cost a year to workplace interruptions. Interruptions that shift our priorities. Your priority just interrupted my priority. On average, most employees are interrupted 70 times a day. And it was recently estimated that U.S. workers waste around 25% of their time dealing with what was titled an incessant stream of data, which costs their employers a staggering $997 billion a year. Well, what does that mean for us? Individual time management is critical. As professionals, we need to build those skills at work and in our personal lives. But today, maybe think about it in the aggregate. Think about it layered upon layered within your organization about how work is divvied up and that ultimately this is about how you get it done together. For this investment of your time, here's what I want you to do. Number one, I want you to increase your awareness. I want you to pay attention to the situations, conversations, and challenges around you and see time in a combined effort. Number two, I want you to set a reasonable goal. What is it that you could do with and through the team around you? to help understand how collectively, when we do this better, we get better outcomes. We get to our mission. We get whatever that is we do better, more effectively. And then we have to, number three, be able to stick with it. The irony is that when we're busy, (laughs) right? When we're busy, this gets harder. It takes focus, it takes discipline, it takes making it priority for it to be a priority. Let's look at some ways you can do this. Number one, I want you to recognize that time is a significant resource on your team. Look around, identify it, multiply it out. Remember, you can't get it back. Once it is passed, You can't reclaim it. You just have to take that opportunity from a future opportunity. So it is our best option to maximize the time we have. Much of the research says that on average, it takes you 15 minutes to get in the groove. Doesn't matter what type of work you're doing, it takes us that push to get going in it. It also, on average, takes us 23 minutes to get back to the level of productivity we were at before we were interrupted. 23 minutes to get back. So time is a significant resource. And we need to take a better look at how we spend it in our teams to understand, is this really the best use of our energy Time plus that 
that work itself to do what we need to do. Number two, Cheney, choose your focus, manage your dashboard. By definition, focus is that central point of attraction, attention, or activity. It is what we pay attention to. And the mantra for a long time has been what you pay attention to changes, what you can measure, you can manage. And we have multitasked ourselves into some inefficiencies. The research is quite clear that we are much more effective in single tasking. And yet what I understand from people day in, day out, getting this work done, and even in my own office and our team here at the Workplace Chameleon, is that how we manage all of the pieces while focused on the thing we need to be engaged most with right now becomes really important. So that ability to pay attention to what are those measurables, what's on our dashboard, just like a vehicle, we know immediately where we're at on our speed, on our gas tank, on all the other readings on our car dashboard, we need the same in our companies. And we've gotten better at that. In recent years, we've had some improved attention to visuals, to metrics, to sharing progress. And as a team, we've got to have that deliberate schedule of what we pay attention to so everybody knows what those priorities are. It is critical that we use the information we have to make collective decisions. So not only is time a significant resource, but we've got to choose what we focus on when. Meaning we have to bring people together, the right people together at the right time to constantly evaluate what our priorities are. Where will our focus be? Number three, we also need to el eliminate the unnecessary. We need to create some stop doing lists. Different times of the year, different challenges your organization takes on call for choosing what we spend our time on and what we don't. I balance that challenge all the time between effectiveness and efficiency. I can send an email out to 200 people really quickly. But if it now creates more work, it's less effective because now I have misunderstandings and now I have people pulled away in different areas of focus. So eliminate the unnecessary. We may need to send that email out, but what other kinds of activities Take what priority? Priorities really deal with effectiveness, doing the right things. Priorities deal with sequencing, doing the right things in order. Priorities deal with relationships. What we do and what we ask people affects how well we get along with each other. Priorities also reveal our values. How we make a decision tells more about what we think is important. Not everything has the same importance. And so when everything is a priority, being a priority really doesn't mean what we need it to mean. 
I started off with my mantra of when everything is urgent, nothing is. Nothing you do is of equal importance and priorities are not constant. They must be negotiated. A stop doing list helps us engage in some team conversation about what just doesn't make sense, what's not a good use of our time right now. It doesn't mean you can stop running a report just because you're like, meh, I don't need to do this now when somebody else might be depending on it. And of course, we have standards and compliance issues and all sorts of requirements within our organization of transferring those inputs to outputs we have to keep doing. Yet maybe taking a little bit of time with those you spend the most time with to really capture how do we do the work here, who's responsible for it, what's our priority given day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, season-to-season, and how will we decide, how will we make sure those priorities are aligned? One of the other patterns that I see that often holds us up from managing team time better is that we don't go back as often as we should to improve the process. And we know that a little bit of time to improve a process, to correct a defect, to realign inventories or take away some unnecessary motion or unnecessary transport or handling of goods, of just wait time and downtime and even confusion. When we take a little bit of time to reorganize, there's so many great methods especially that come out of our quality methodologies that remind us a little bit of time, proactive planning saves you time later. As a team, maybe you need to have the conversation of what key areas or pain points that if they got a little bit more attention would save us time later. It's also important, number five for today, is planning for uninterrupted work. There's a book out by Cal Newport in Deep Work that understands in his work and research that there are some tasks we do where we can be easily interrupted and it doesn't have a long-term impact. But there are other things we do that take deeper thought in our team When do you need to be able to focus on different aspects of your work without interruption? And how can you help each other out with those focus hours? You know, for today, if we think about those five areas, number one, recognizing time as a significant resource. Number two, choosing your focus while managing your dashboard. You've got to be able to scan to see progress on lots of things, but whatever you're focused on the moment, be present. Number three, eliminate the unnecessary. Create some stop doing lists so you can support other people in the time when their priorities need additional help or focus. Number four, take some time to improve the process. Understand where your pain points are collectively and work to eliminate or at least minimize their impact. Number five, plan time for uninterrupted work. Help each other when you need focus time, when you need some deep dive 
so that you can make better use out of that allotment and that investment. It is about analyzing, deciding, and doing. Understanding the workflow in your day and in your team's day helps you identify time drains, managing meetings, defining projects, and being able to successfully carry them out. Recognizing your space and your place, whether that is your workstation, whether those are computer files, whether that's a room of equipment, what does that look like and how does that impact your use of time? Just even different people and their style around time is worth a pause today. Four ways that you can move from understanding the impact of your individual time management to team time management is to be able to prioritize, to plan, to focus, and to take a few breaks, seeing it as an investment that if you have new aligned conversation about what the priorities are, that investment will help you even do better work going ahead. Today, the pause, your investment of this 20-some minutes, see it in aggregate, see it in volume, your time plus somebody else's time plus somebody else's time times however many people you spend at work or outside of work with. We know how precious it is. You can't get it once it's gone. And this investment will help support your goals, the things that you want to pursue, and all it is that you can do to make a positive impact on others. If there's anything that we can do with this conversation, a training opportunity you have coming up, or a conference that you're involved in scheduling, if I can help support using some of my time to help support your time in wanting to make an impact for others, please feel free to reach us at the Workplace Chameleon, www.drselinapeerman.com. We would love to support your efforts. Thanks for tuning in today. Take care. Until next time.